0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. All right, Joe. I wanted to lead in with the other big news in college baseball. Of course, the biggest story is still Ole Miss winning the national championship for their first one in college baseball, 22 years in the making with Mike Bianco and, of course, uh, Tim Melko and company. But the other big story, and this is really more affecting the future of college baseball. Is probably the most recognizable and hottest coaching commodity in America, returning home to coach at Florida State, and that's Link Jarrett.
1: That's right, Dan. Uh, big story, you know. He unseated uh, Tennessee in that uh, super regional upset, became the hottest, you know, coaching name on the market potentially, and we see him go to Florida State, which is of course uh, advertised as a historic program, but ironically, a program without a championship. And so we'll see, you know, how that fit works out and if Link Jarrett can lead them to their first championship.
0: Well, Joe, what, I, what I'm fascinated to see is, you know, a roommate relationship in college can be complicated. Sometimes the roommates that you have um, that destroys your, roommate, it destroys your friendship being roommates. Sometimes you get that friendship back later. Sometimes it's gone forever. Uh, usually I feel like a lot of times when you live with someone, it goes the negative way. However, what I want to find out is where are Link Jarrett and Mike Martin Jr. at right now? They were roommates at Florida State. Of course, Mike Martin Jr. is the son of legendary Florida State coach Mike Martin Sr. that was there for over 30 years. And the reason he got the job is because he played for his dad and was an assistant coach with his dad. And apparently, uh, Link Jarrett was his best friend in college and his roommate. And now Link Jarrett is succeeding him at Florida State. So, you know, the question is, are they still friends now? And if they were, did this completely destroy that friendship?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. You know, uh, I know you brought up that point before, and it kind of made me pause, you know, for a second about whether Jarrett would take the job at Florida State. And I likened it, you know, to last year, when there was talk about uh, Mike Bianco potentially taking the LSU job. At that point, everybody was like, well, if that happens, that's the only way Ole Miss would ever get Cliff Godwin or um, the coach at uh Louisville Dan McDonald because they're good friends with Mike Bianco and the, the speculation was they wouldn't want to come to Ole Miss and Bianco was fired and so when I look at that example I was like you know there really is something to this coaching roommate friendship fraternity and so from that angle to me it is a little bit of a surprise that Jarrett would still take the job
0: yeah, Joe, I mean, you know, my thing is, too, is you look at what he's done at Notre Dame, he's built a very steady program. I'm sure a lot of people don't remember the last year in the Super Regionals, they took Mississippi State to three games at Duty Noble Stadium. And, of course, Mississippi State was the ultimate national champion last season. And all of those games, if memory serves, were very tight games, and Mississippi State mm-hmm. had to gut it out against a very good Notre Dame team then. And so they do that from going – taking Mississippi State down to the brink at the Super Regional in Starkville to this season beating the clear number one team in America and heavy favorite to win the College World Series in Tennessee. And Notre Dame, it's not like they had a two in a barbecue. They won a couple games before they got ousted from the College World Series. So, I mean, you know, he definitely had things moving in the right direction – and now he's going into a pressure cooker of a program that expects to go to Omaha every year. It's definitely going to be a different environment.
1: Right. I mean, Notre Notre Dame's only been there, what, a couple of times ever. I think this year was the first time in 20 years since 2002 that they had been there, and so it was kind of just a joy ride. You know, you're happy to be in Omaha. They wanted to make some noise, but, you know, no problem if you don't. Now you've got to be in Omaha just about every year for Florida State. And at some point, you know, there's going to be that added pressure to eventually get over the hump and win a national championship. And so, it's really interesting to me. You know, we now have two former Notre Dame coaches just walking in, you know, some pretty pressure-packed situation. Also, you know, Brian Kelly, too.
0: That's right, Joe. And another interesting uh, connection there, we brought up the pressure cooker that is Florida State baseball. And Link Jarrett coming from Notre Dame to Florida State, just brought up LSU, this other coach from Notre Dame that actually took Notre Dame to the College World Series would be one, Paul Maneri, who, of course, was the LSU coach last season before he got fired after having won a national championship and taking LSU to multiple College World Series. So these, these Notre Dame coaches bail on Notre Dame for what is perceivable greener, greener pastures, but it also comes with a lot more pressure and more expectations, I see Paul Mandary who actually won a national championship and still got
1: fired. Yeah, it's going to be a different uh, element for Jarrett at Florida State. Um, You know, I'm going to be interested to see a couple of years from now if he regrets or embraces uh, this new job. I will say the transfer portal with the NILs and everything has obviously changed everything. Uh, For instance, you know, we talk about LSU. I've already seen where their baseball team, of course, had a disappointing season by their standards. And they're already just working the transfer portal galore. I think they brought in Christian Little, the star transfer from Vanderbilt, a pitcher. They brought in the ACC freshman of the year hitter from NC State. So, like, they're already working wonders. So, I got to think that Link Jarrett coming to Florida State, he's probably not coming by himself. I would think that there's some transfers that will probably be coming into.
0: Yeah, I would think so, Joe. And he may even get some players from Notre Dame to come to Florida State. Uh, not sure about that. There's always a no possibility. And, Joe, speaking of the transfer portal, I heard today that Southern Miss had three of their baseball players enter the transfer portal.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was looking like, you know, everybody's kind of joking that now that Ole Miss and State have won national titles, that it's Southern Miss' turn next year. And they add the pitching staff on paper to compete at that level because, you know, while Ole Miss – dominated uh the super regional by score in Hattiesburg the pitchers performed pretty well in their starts uh and I saw today where uh, most notably Kirsten Waldrop who struck out 12 um, Ole Miss players in his start in the super regional he entered the transfer portal and so you go from having maybe one of the top returning pitching rotations in the country to kind of uh, an empty cupboard
0: well, Joe, that's the nature of the transfer portal now is it's going to be harder for these these teams that were the mid-majors that were doing so great in baseball and competing to stay at that level because suddenly they're about to get raided every single offseason. And that's, you know, that's the nature of what we're dealing with right now.
1: That's right. Absolutely.
0: But, Joe, I mean, interestingly, uh, this is obviously a very big contract for uh, Link Jarrett, but it definitely shows the inequities in terms of amount of money put into baseball versus basketball and football. When we're talking about the hottest coaching commodity in America, getting a six year, six and a half million dollar deal. I mean, I'm not saying that's not a lot of money. Shoot, I wish I was making that kind of money, but you know, that's by major sports standards in college, you know, compared to college basketball, college football, that's not a very big contract but you look at what Mike Martin Jr. was making at Florida State, he was only making a million and a half dollars. So it's a significant increase from what, what he had.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where it's a relative, uh, statement, you know, compared relatively to other college baseball coaches, a significant raise relative, you know, to other uh, major college sports. It's not, you know, and that's the thing about college baseball that they've obviously grown the game, um, exponentially through the, uh, added uh, television coverage through the years. Like I can remember uh, 15 years ago, you could only watch like the Super Regionals and the World Series on TV. Now, you know, you can watch every game um, going back to even some of the conference tournaments. So they've, they've come a long way, but still, you know, a long way to go if they're going to um, increase some of these salaries.
0: Yeah, that's right, Joe. I mean, it definitely is a lot more covered than it used to be. Um, you know, thinking about Florida State, uh, I sent you a text the other day that talked about it. Uh, they've been to, I think, even like himself, Mike Martin Sr. had taken Florida State to 17 College World Series. They had been to 25 College World Series, which after Texas is the most College World Series gone to. And of course, they are by far the most College World Series appeared in not having won a national championship. Uh, five years from now, uh, God willing that you and I are still doing this show. Or are we going to have talked about at least one Link Jarrett Florida State National Championship in baseball?
1: I mean, I'd like to say yes for his sake, but, you know, the probability to me probably says no. I mean, for one thing, it seems like the SEC is winning these just about every year lately. And then the other thing is just, you know, college baseball is so unpredictable. Like, you know, Florida State has this great tradition and consistency of making it to Omaha, but we've seen, you know, especially in recent years, a few teams that rarely get there like Ole Miss this year, or most notably Coastal Carolina in 2016, and like in their only appearance, they win the whole thing. And so, unfortunately, probably the odds are against Florida State, but as far as, you know, from their standpoint, they did get the hottest name on the coaching market, so you certainly can't blame them for that.
0: Well, no, absolutely not. And, I mean, you have a guy that played there, you know, learned under Mike Martin Sr., who's the greatest, maybe the greatest coach in all of college sports, never won an national championship. And, you know, you look at what he did at Notre Dame, just an amazing building job there. I, I'm going to lean towards he does win one. I mean, I think four states, a program that's due to win one. The guy's obviously shown his coaching chops. And plus, I just like the way his Notre Dame teams played, they were tough. They didn't, they didn't get ever get uh, worried about an opponent that was much better than them. They didn't flinch at all. They did good, sound baseball, a lot of kind of squeeze plays, small ball, very frustrating opponent to play. And I always felt like, you know, if you were going to beat them, you had to play your best game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely always tough. You know, always one of those teams you don't want to see in a regional, regardless of their seed. Like I can remember years, I feel like, where they haven't even hosted and they've still – gotten out of the regional round, you know, of course, uh, last year, when uh, or, or the, the, the year that Mike Martin Sr. was retiring, they had that, you know, Cinderella run, went through, I think, the Baton Rouge um, Super Regional. Um, would you say that you like Florida State's chances better than Arkansas or which of those two that, you know, desperately want a championship do you, do you like more?
0: I think I would lean Arkansas on that. I mean, I still feel like Dave Van Horn has built such a steady program that just keeps knocking on the door. And I don't think that Arkansas is quite at the level of curse that Florida State is yet. I mean, they're, they're starting to get there. I mean, the Omaha's uh, terminology is very well earned at this point. I mean, I think it's probably going to start turning derisive now after what happened this year and how many times they've been without getting it. But I do feel like Dave Van Horn has built such a, like a, a solid program. And with what appears to be just the best infield in college baseball coming back, I would put them as one of the early favorites to win it next year.
1: Well, that's true, and they've also got um, one, of, one of their pitchers coming back, Hagen Smith, who was a freshman. That guy looks great that guy was against Old Miss. Yeah, so they, they, they definitely – you're right, they're knocking on the door. Florida State didn't even get out of the regional.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say that Arkansas is certainly much further along than them, and I just think that's going to happen in Arkansas before it does Florida State. But I just – you know, I look to – with what I've seen with Link Jared and how quickly he ascended Notre Dame, with, I'm not going to say less resources because, of course, Notre Dame has got more, more money than God, pun intended. Uh, they also have, um, you know, really good fan support. But Florida State, that is a – I want to say they're almost a baseball school. I mean, they're so good at everything when it comes to football and basketball, like, over time. But if you look at historically, from a consistency standpoint, I would say their baseball program is their best program at Florida State. I've been to their campus – it's got a beautiful baseball stadium, and I kind of feel like now that you have this guy here who, I mean, I'm not going to say that Mike Martin Jr. didn't earn the job, but he definitely got a huge, you know, boon from the fact of who his dad was. Now you have a guy that's shown it somewhere else, that's brought a program that's not a baseball power into, you know, everyone, everybody's living room, beating Tennessee doing what they did to almost be at Mississippi State last year. And I feel like when you get the resources and the support he has at Florida State, I got to think he's going to win a national championship.
1: Well, it's kind of similar. I think Florida State, one reason, you know, they wanted him in addition to the fact he's a hot commodity, it reminds me a little bit of Chris Lamonis taking the Mississippi State job. Um, Because I think, you know, he had been to Indiana, took them to a College World Series, I think, or was an assistant when they went to one. And so that was another, you know, non-traditional team going to a College World Series in baseball and then going, you know, to a top-flight program and getting them over the hump. And so that's, you know, obviously what Florida State is hoping for.
0: And Joe, that's a good point. I mean, Indiana is obviously another Midwest program. Notre Dame is in the state of Indiana. Uh, Traditionally, the Midwest is not the best in baseball. You don't really see a whole lot of baseball teams from the the Big Ten – or Notre Dame make the College World Series. I mean, I think I can remember the Indiana team doing it. I think Michigan's done it a couple times, and then Notre Dame's all I can really think of.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm hard. It's hard for me to think of anybody. I remember Michigan. You're right taking on Vanderbilt in the finals three years ago. But yeah, you just rarely ever see those teams make it.
0: That's right. So, Joe, I think it's going to be a success. And, I mean, I think this was kind of – this was a positive choice either way. I mean, he could have stayed at Notre Dame, and I think he could have, you know, continued getting him there. Now, could they have won a national championship? I'm not sure. But now I definitely like his ability to get a national championship. And, like I said, after having gone to their campus and seeing how much they care about baseball and, and seeing the support they have and having been close so many times, I'd like to see him win a national championship, and I think he's got a very good chance.
1: I mean, if he was ever going to go, this is the time to go, and this was the only place he was going to go to.
0: That's right. Well, and it seems like, you know, now that Miss, now that Ole Miss has broken the hump and Mississippi State have broken the hump, those are two teams that both had really good baseball programs and passionate fan bases that weren't even near on the success level that Florida State was in terms of their history. So maybe that's a sign of, you know, these teams that I would say are kind of second-tier powers in college baseball, making that next step up to tier one, maybe Florida state will take their rightful place back at the top of the baseball heat.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: All right. And speaking of which, when we get back, we're going to talk about two other teams that took their place at the top of the heat. And we're going to of course talk about uh, the NBA finals champs, the golden state warriors and the Stanley cup champions, the Colorado avalanche. I want to thank all of our listeners. You can catch all of our episodes on Spotify you can, of course, also subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch our videos on the Dan and George Joe Sports Show channel on YouTube. And of course, you can like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter at DJ Sports Show. And as always, I'm Dan.
1: And I'm Joe.